Hi everyone, welcome to the Precious Daughter Podcast, where the goal is to speak on the faith and to inspire and motivate all who listen with love. Hello guys, welcome back. Um, This episode is titled The Walk. Um... And it has been on my heart to talk about the walk as a believer. Um, Of course, everyone has their own journey with the Lord. But there are some basic things that believers of Christ endure. And I don't, I'm sure I don't have them all written down. But um, these are just some things that I have in my own time been thinking about. So this is a disclaimer that everyone will go through things, whether you choose to believe or not. Um, I truly believe that having Christ as your Savior and walking with God is the best thing ever. You will, um, you get to know our Creator. You get um, so many things, awesome promises, although that's not (laughs) why you have a relationship with God, but it's still awesome to know that He cares about your happiness, about your joy. Um, You learn to live a life that is free. Um, from bondage, full of light, peace, joy, and righteousness when you truly walk out the word. Um, But I will say this. (laughs) So um, I kind of had a growing up, a not so realistic about (laughs) the walk of a believer. And so God has like really opened my eyes um, recently, even, yeah, even recently, um, to what it's all about, um, at least a lot of what it's all about. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about is trials and testing. This may sound a bit naive, but growing up, I had the mindset that once in Christ, you just say the sinner's prayer and that's it. You just live life and try to be a good person and everything just goes well forever. No one sat me down to explain it all. Um, So once I started to truly read the word, I started to see that, okay, wow, um, we're going to go through some some things on this earth, um, some things in this life, and it's not um, always going to be an easy ride. So when I started to have tests and trials, I started to blame myself, like, what is going on? I would think that maybe I didn't do something right or maybe I wasn't nice enough or I did something to deserve this. And that was not necessarily the case. Um, Those thoughts are not from God and we can't expect our good deeds to give us this perfect life because this life does come with trials and testing. Also, um, in our minds, we may think that we are doing good things, (laughs) but God looks deep down at our heart and our motives for why we are doing these things. Um, so it may look good on the outside and God is sitting there looking like, uh-uh, that's not, <laughs> the motive wasn't even right. Um, and now also humans tend to get a little self-righteous time from time and like to blame others or lift up their deeds versus someone else's. And that should not be a basis of if you're a good person or not based off of how somebody else is living their life because you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. Um, you don't know what their heart motive is. That's for God to judge. Um, James 1.12, and this is the NLT, um, says that God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. After it, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. 
So I just love this. I love God. God blesses you when you endure with grace. Um, <laughs> and not everyone endures with grace. Um, he knows that life isn't always easy, but there is good from enduring because it makes us stronger. It gives us that what well, we need to continue on in the rest of our lifetime. Um, but I found that worshiping and praising God and just um, spending time in his presence in the secret place, even through trials and testing and enduring, um, it just makes it all better. It breaks off all that, you know, I'm not saying it just makes it all 100% perfect while you have to go through it, but it breaks off that heaviness. It lifts up your spirit. It gives you something to continue um it gives you something to work with, like, in continuing on. So um, the next thing that I had was walking by faith. I don't think I really knew growing up what faith was. <laughs> Until now, um, when I have no choice but to have faith. <laughs> so um, this life is a big faith walk. There are times when your faith in God will be tested. One translation, I was reading... Um, and the word faith, instead of faith, it had the word trust. So faith shows that you trust God with um, you trust God with your life and you trust God that he will do what he says he will do. He will do those things that he has spoken over your life. He will give you those promises that he has given you. Um, all of that. Whatever he has spoken. Um, those dreams. Everything. So we are to walk by faith and not sight. Faith comes by hearing God's word first and foremost. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> and then also by hearing the testimonies of other people, other people who have made it out. And then um, most importantly, putting your feelings, your emotions and logic aside and just choosing to trust God. <laughs> just choosing to trust God through it all instead of questioning um if it'll happen or if it won't. And that's that's like a human thing. Sometimes you do go through and you start questioning things, but you have to know I'm going to continue on and stand in faith. So for example, if you believe in God to deliver the promise of a child, you can show your acts of faith by starting to pray for your child, starting to pray for the children that you um, that he has spoken. If he has spoken it to you, um, could have been by a dream or through someone else. Or however he has spoken to spoken it to you, um, showing faith can be starting to pray for that child to come, going out and buying baby clothes, um, or however else you want to uh, show your faith in that way in the natural. Um, Hebrews eleven six says, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. The next um, point that I had is living holy and righteously. Now, don't come for me, <laughs> but a lot of people are not doing this. <laughs> um, the Bible says that God is holy, so we are to be holy. And that's in 1 Peter 1, 16. Uh, because the flesh naturally just loves to sin, it is going to be very hard to live holy without the Holy Spirit, without following the guidance of the Holy Spirit um, and discipline your flesh. And you can do that through fasting. Uh, but um, if you're not walking by the Holy Spirit, um, it can cause.
cause problems in your life. Um, it, walking by the Holy Spirit can save you from so much trouble. It can. <laughs> um, so we should be turning away from sin rather than continuing on the same way as when we first come into Christ. Um, elevation and growth should be taking place in your walk from the milk to the meat. Just period in life. Elevation and growth should be happening. <laughs> no stagnation. Um, but this doesn't mean that you will never sin again. Um, but if you do, just get back up, repent, and keep on pressing for it. And there are so many ways to sin. Um, so it's just, just repent and keep on moving forward. Turn away from it. Um, and you can sin from thought, deed. It's just, yeah. Uh, but Galatians 5.16 um, says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Righteousness isn't just keeping a set of rules and never messing up. That is not humanly possible because humans are flawed. Righteousness is tied to your heart posture with God. So when you do mess up, you don't continue to be like, okay, whatever, and continue on and messing up. <laughs> you um, realize that you did something wrong. You uh, get up and then you turn away from it and continue forward in the way that is pleasing to God. Continue pressing forward um, in the way that you know is pleasing to the Lord. Um, when your heart's focus is on pleasing God, you will want to do the right thing and obey his command. So it just starts to come natural for you. Um, and then when you repent, then you will mean it um, with the righteous heart. So um, repentance is not just saying sorry <laughs> and continuing to do whatever you want, but it's actually turning your heart away from the thing that you know isn't right is actually wanting better so you're doing better instead of just saying you want better <laughs> um so yeah the next thing is persecution and i have seen this happen a lot um on social media um in real life <laughs> um and it can come in all forms it's not necessarily just you know the most extreme uh way that persecution can happen. Um, there are extreme cases, but there are also minor cases. And I don't think a lot of people realize that they're actually persecuting others when they're doing these things. Um, and everyone will have their own examples for their life. But I have seen even people who claim to be believers persecute other believers for many reasons, but a lot is because they don't agree with certain things. Um, and some examples that I have seen are just people not supporting other people because of jealousy or envy. Um, and then also slandering others and gossiping others. That's supposed to be your sister and your brother in Christ. Um, jealousy over God-given gifts. So God has given you this gift or another person this gift and someone is jealous of you or hating on you or trying to destroy you because of what God has given you. That is not right and that's not of God. And then also treating people wrong for actually living out what the word says or what God tells you to do. And I've seen Christians do this to other Christians when one Christian is actually doing what the Bible is saying do and living like that. Another one gets offended um, and comes for that person. That is honestly backwards. <laughs> You should be like uh, excited and supporting that the person is doing what the Bible says. Um, 
the basis of how we live, life should be Christ and how Christ lived. That is our example. That is how we are to be walking as believers. Um, not by how we feel things should be done or um, by misinterpretations of what we read or doctrines that people have picked up. Uh, we should walk in love and bear the fruit of the Spirit. 2 Timothy 3.12 talks about how um, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ will suffer persecution. But it's okay. Um you're strong. Um, so the next uh, topic is forgiveness and doing right to those who do wrong to you. <laughs> and this is not necessarily an easy thing to do. It takes maturity. It takes growth. It takes <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> it takes the fruit of the spirit to do this. Um, the God requires us to forgive others if you want to be forgiven by him. Forgiving someone does not mean that they are right, but it is um, making the statement that what they did to try to harm you or hurt you will not allow, um, that you're not going to allow that bitterness and hate to consume your heart against them. You're not going to allow your heart to be defiled or turn dark because of what somebody else decided to do against you. And sometimes people do things out of ignorance, their own lack of self-love, or they allow the enemy to use them knowingly and unknowingly. Everyone has done something to hurt someone in their lifetime and has needed or desired someone to forgive them. Um, but how outstanding and lovely of a person you are to pray for those who do evil to you and that <laughs> and that have hurt you. Um, that <laughs> requires... Um, it requires strength <laughs> because naturally when people hurt you, you don't want to be nice to them. Um, but when you're praying, make sure you're praying in a true way. Don't be praying that uh, what they did to you happens to them or praying harm on them. That is not of God. <laughs> and that is not going to uh, work out in your favor. You're just as evil then if you're doing things or hoping and wishing harm back on them. Um, but vengeance is the Lord's. When God repays, it's so much better. It really is. And also humans can be a bit harsh and wanting to repay others back. But um, just think about it. If it was you, <laughs> if you did this, um, well, let's say if you, you did what someone did to you um, that really hurt, would you want um, a more lenient punishment? You probably would. Um, you probably wouldn't want what you want to do <laughs> to that person to be done to you. Um, you would want to be forgiven and, um, uh, yeah, forgiven and move on from the situation. Uh, but God sees all of the factors. When you are nice to those who uh, do mean things, it eats them up inside. And they can't understand why you aren't reacting in a way that um, they expect it. Resist the devil and he will flee. That scripture is so true. Resist the devil and he will flee. Ignore him. <laughs> sometimes you have to war and fight, but sometimes doing nothing <laughs> is good enough. <laughs> um, but I'm just going to leave you guys with Hebrews 10, um, 35 through 36, because even in enduring, it's just, I know it sounds like, oh, you have to endure and go through something. So naturally, people want to think, it's something horrible or bad, but no, 
there's good that comes from it. So Hebrews 10, 35-36 says, So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. So that was all I had um, today, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be back um, hopefully next week. I hope you enjoyed. Bye.